Well, good morning. What a joy it is to be able to be with you today for another episode of Shelter Daily in His Word. I am glad that you are with us today. Thank you for uh, signing on and, and joining, whether it be on one of our uh, uh, live stream platforms or you're on our podcast. Uh, whichever way it is that you've chosen to uh, join with us, I just want to thank you for, for doing that. And, and again, I want to thank you for supporting us. I want to thank you for your prayers. And for those of you that financially support us, thank you for that because it does enable us to do what we need to do and it enables us to uh, get this out to everyone. And uh, I just really appreciate uh, those of you that are, are willing to support us. We'd love for you to, to uh, let us know what you think of everything. So uh, just check in with us, would you? We'd love to hear from you. I want to uh, take you a little bit to the last verse of Psalms today. Psalms 23 is where we're going to look. And I want to I want to just kind of uh, conclude this uh, this this chapter that we've been reading out of and discussing. We have I I don't know about you, but this has been just a wonderful wealth of 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 information. But more than just information, it is it has been really just a wonderful. Uh, how can I say this? To know that the shepherd of my life. When he's my shepherd, there's nothing that I have to concern myself with. That I can be. That I, no wonder. No wonder that the you know the the, the apostles and and the writers of the New Testament come along and say you know, uh, be at peace. Christ is with you, no matter what. Now I know that our humanness you know a lot of times gets in the way. I, I understand that. I know it does. And it does me. It has me. But man, I tell you what, since I've read this psalm and, and have been discussing this psalm, it has really uh, helped me to see some things that I, I really, you know, hadn't really paid that much attention to. It's not that I didn't know it, I guess. I guess it's just that you don't really pay attention to it. And, I, and I, the imagery that the psalmist shares in Psalms 23 and what he talks about really to me is just, it's powerful. And I just, I'm just so thankful for it. I just give God praise for us to be able to uh, look through this together and thank you for joining with me in this so today what i want to do is i want to i want to just kind of tie this all together and i want us to uh, look at that so let, let's just first of all let's just give thanks to the lord father thank you today for the just the privilege of being able to bring the word today thank you for these that join with us and i just pray your blessing on them today i pray god that you will just uh, just uh, be with us through it encourage our hearts and lord god let people when they pass through this that they stop and pause and lord they'll listen and god by doing so father i believe that their life can be changed and transformed by the power of your word because your word does that father i just give you praise for it today in jesus name amen well uh, we've gone through this psalm and, and again I'd like to just uh, op open it up by, by reading it. So follow with me if you have your Bible. Uh, you just get your Bible out there. and Let's, let's look at what the psalm uh, declares to us as we look at Psalms 23 together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, if you've been with me, you know that we talked about that the Psalm 23 is sandwiched in between Psalms 22 and 23, uh, 24. And the reason for that is because it shows us, Psalms 22 shows us the past, the good shepherd, the present, the great shepherd, Psalms 23, and Psalms 24, the future, the chief shepherd. And we know that if the Lord is with us, then he has, we have everything we need. Uh, that's what he said in verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Everything I need is found in him. So what do I have in my life? What do I need? Well, if I need security, where do I find it? In him. If I need provision, where do I find it? In him. If I need rest, where do I find it? In him. If I need refreshment, where do I find it? I find it in him. He is everything that I need. Comfort, restoration, protection, you name it. I mean, God is all that we need. Whatever From A to Z in your life, he is all you need. And, he, and he's the supplier of everything. Then we found out that not only is he the supplier of our need, but because he supplies our need, we are content. He's the one that makes me to lie down. He's the one that leads me. Green pastures, still waters, uh, perfect rest, refreshment, all those things are found because he leads me. He's the one. Even, now, even when I've gone astray, and I have done that, you probably have done it too, even in those places, I will not, when I, when I discover that he's the one that satisfies me, I don't have to go astray. So he tells me, I'll, I'll put you back, I'll restore you, verse 3. I'll put you back on the right path. If you wander, fall into a ditch, if you get yourself caught up in something, and whatever it is that happens, he'll bring you right back. And if you let, if you'll allow the Holy Spirit, I promise you, he'll restore you. And he'll not, he'll not use those things against you because he loves you enough that he can bring you through and he'll take you through all those things. It's the good pleasure of God to give good gifts to his children. That's what he does. And then we find it in verse four that the shepherd is with us all the time. He never leaves us. And, and no matter what, even when we go through the darkest times in our lives, uh, he, is, he is there. Uh, he is the one that walks with me. He is, you know, he's there. Not only do I, uh, you know, that there's a shadow, you know, to, to the believer, you know, uh, uh, the death of Jesus is, a, is just a shadow. But what happens when darkness ends? Well, after the shadow, there's sunshine. And I love that because I know that, you know, the good shepherd of my heart, you know, he has risen upon me, you know, arise and shine, the Lord has come. Arise and shine, the Lord has come. The glory of God has risen upon us. So we have this great, great uh, understanding that no matter where I am, no matter how dark my life has been, no matter what goes on, I can be, I can be assured that the Lord Jesus Christ, my shepherd, is there with me at all times. And then we find out that he protects me. Man, when I'm going through, uh, when I, I deal with my enemies, he puts a table, he, he sets a table above the things that uh, would come against me. The, the, so like the, like the sheep, he prepares a table high enough off the ground so that they can eat the food prepared that he's, that he's set out for them. God has also done that for us. He has raised us high above and lifted us up. And then he anoints us with oil. Man, the refreshing ointment of, of the Holy Spirit that comes to revive us, to repair us, to rebuild us. 
and to do the things that are necessary in order for us to uh, escape the, the clutches of the enemy. And, and this is the thing. We're, we've been raised by Christ Jesus to be with him in heavenly places. That's where we're seated. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places, according to the book of Ephesians. And then today, we're looking at, we're looking at verse 6. And, and this is the thing. When, when, when the Lord is my shepherd, when he's my shepherd, verse 6 tells me that uh, there is a glorious prospect, a glorious future that's mine. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What's that prospect? Goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. God's goodness and God's mercy will follow me all the days of my life I have right here. When, when, I, when I allowed Christ to be the shepherd of my heart, <clears throat> when I made up my mind that he's the shepherd of my life, when I accepted what he had done for me, when I realized that I am his and he is mine, when that happened, praise God, I have now, I have now goodness and mercy. I have goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy all the days of my life in this realm and in the realm to come. So here, you know, thank God. He, he has made provision. Goodness and mercy. Man, I tell you what, when I think about the goodness of God, one songwriter wrote, I, think, I, I remember Chris Tomlin, might have been Chris Tomlin, maybe someone else, but he wrote, he's a good, good father. I thought, man, he is, isn't he? How many times have we seen God's goodness? Even when, I mean, let's be honest, even when we didn't deserve it, how many times has God given us mercy? How many times have you seen God be merciful in a situation? I didn't deserve mercy, but he was merciful. I deserved judgment, but he didn't judge me. He, he was merciful to me. He worked all of this to my good. Even when I was wandering off into things and doing things I shouldn't, he still was always working toward my good in my life. He could take a bad situation and make it right. You know, I remember the, reading the story of the Bible about uh, Joseph. And Joseph was, you know, we know him as the dreamer, but in, in Genesis we read about how that, uh, you know, he would have these dreams and, and he would tell his father and he would tell his brothers and they got, you know, they were upset at him because he had these dreams and it looked as if he was trying to assert his authority and try to become something that, you know, that he was just this punk kid in their eyes. And his brothers took him out and they, they took him and they were going to kill him. And instead they sold him as a slave. And he went through this whole process of, of uh, you know, being a slave in Egypt. And then while he's in Egypt, he's brought into uh, a Potiphar's house. And, and uh, Potter, Potiphar's uh, wife tries to seduce him. And, and in the process of all of that, um, you know, he's thrown back into prison. And then while he's in prison... You know, he's, he has more, he's able to interpret dreams while he's there because God gives him the ability and a baker and a, and a cupbearer and tells these things. They forget about him and he stays in there. And then one day out of the clear blue, you know, 
moment. And I, and I think, man, <clears throat> all this stuff going on in this, this man's life, you know, from, from the time he's young, you know, he's, he was in stocks. The Bible talks about how he's in chains and he's living, you know, as a, as a, a, a prisoner. And then someone says, oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> and they bring him up out of there. And uh, he is able to talk, to, you know, give the Pharaoh the interpretation of the dream that's happening and tells him how to set up a plan. God gives him, devises a plan, and then God uses him. And then you know, the day comes when famine comes into the land. And, you know, you know if you've read the story, it's a fascinating story. It's one of, it's, it, really, it really is. And, and the, um, the brothers who had put him in this pit and then sold him into slavery, the same brothers end up coming, and they come to Joseph, who now has been elevated to be the second in command in all of Egypt. So he goes from, from a prison to the palace. And uh, it didn't happen overnight. He went through a lot of dark times, I'm sure. All the kinds of things he endured. And yet now here he is. He's sitting, and his brothers don't even recognize him because he's been, too many years has passed. And, you know, he's grown. He's a, he's a grown man now. And, but he recognizes his brothers. He knows them. He knows who they are. And uh, when it's all said and done, uh, the story is, you know, there's a lot more twists and turns and it's, it's really fascinating, as I said. But when it's all said and done, he, he, he finally reveals who he is to his brothers. And when he does, he, um, you know, God has granted him favor. And out of that, he says to them, he said, what, what was meant for evil, what you did was meant for evil. But God turned it around and he made it good. And that's exactly what God does for us. What the enemy means for evil. I, you know, th this is something. To have the goodness of God, to have the mercy of God, to know that, you know, every time, you know, we go through the kinds of things we go through in life, and I don't, I don't always get it. I don't always understand it. It doesn't always make sense to me. I wish it did, honestly. I, I, I wish I could figure out sometimes why God has to let things happen the way they do. I know sometimes it's my stubbornness. I, I, I get that. I, I know that I can be a stubborn guy sometimes and uh, not really willing to bend when, or, 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 you know, to, to allow God to, or, or even sometimes just be disobedient. How many times have we been disobedient to the shepherd? You know, and I, I was reminded of this when you're talking about shepherd or sheep that wander. Um, I discovered, and I don't know, I don't know, again, these are just things that, I, you know, you read about, you think, okay, well, I wonder how true that is. I've never really I talked to a sheep herder to ask them this, but, um, but they, they claim that, that uh, a sheep that constantly wanders, that after a while, the shepherd, you know, he has to do some pretty dramatic things, drastic things, to stop that sheep from wandering. One of the things he would do, he would, take, he would break the leg of, of the lamb or the sheep. And then he would take that leg and he would mend it. And then he would take and he would carry that sheep on his shoulders. And everywhere he would go, that sheep would go with him. And then he would tend to that sheep. He would take care of that sheep. He would, you know, groom that sheep. He'd do everything he could. And up to the time that that leg that was broken was healed. And then when he finally let that sheep go, that sheep no longer would wander because he realized that sheep, you know, realize that the shepherds is there to care for the sheep a lot of times you know I, I know that we don't always think that god cares about us 
or God, why would you let this bad thing happen to me if you really love me? Or why does bad things happen to good people? You know, there's a lot of, you know, we, we always, you know, we're always trying to wrestle with those kind of questions. And the reality is, you know, for you and I, we, you know, we, you have to, we have to always remember, we do live in a very, you know, it's a sin-cursed world. It's a world that's cursed by sin. That's what Jesus came to die for. I mean, if it wasn't cursed by sin, he would never, he would never died for us. And yet, according to Scripture, you know, the world has been cursed with a curse. God said, I've cursed this earth. And, and because of that, sin, sin and death, you know, are, are, are prevailing in the world that we live in. And so, because of that reason, our bodies are corrupted. You know, they're mortal. Uh, Paul said they're corruptible. You know, they break down. This is a tent. He uses the analogy of a tent. He says, you know, your body's like, you know, you're just a tent. And you know what happens to tents? You know, they, they don't always, they don't always, they don't last forever. They break down, you know, and so does our bodies. We break down. There's diseases, there's sickness. I mean, we've got, you know, we've dealt with COVID, all these different kinds of things. We know they're out there. We know they're there. And it's not the only thing that's out there. There's much more things out there. And a lot more people have died from other things than just this. But, that, this, but the, the point I'm trying to make is this. A lot of times we're asking God, God, why? When the reality is, it's not, you know, God, why? The, reality, the truth of the matter is, why not? If we're living in a, a world that's cursed, if we're living in a world that's, you know, that is uh, God himself has put a curse on it, why not these things be happening? It's kind of like the, the outflow of that. So you can, you can realize that, you know, whatever's going on in life, however you're dealing with things in life, you have to recognize that no matter how dark the moments are, no matter how things are, and you can wander, you know, you can be dealing with all kinds of, we can say we don't want, you know, God or anything like that, and then come to God. God does not take those things and he doesn't hold them against us. What he does is he offers to us forgiveness and then once we receive that forgiveness and we accept that because that's one of the big problems you know one of the other issues that we deal with a lot of times with people is that people say well i've done so many bad things and i've done so much wrong how could god ever forgive me well that's the beauty of the shepherd the shepherd doesn't you know doesn't get mad at the, at the sheep because they wander he knows sheep wander that's why he watches over them there's always the potential for wandering. You don't have to, but there's that potential there. So what does he do? He watches, and he warns, and he convicts. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He brings conviction to our hearts because he desires you know, uh, to, to give to us the goodness and the mercy. How many times have we needed mercy? Think about it. How many times have you needed God's mercy? And he shows it. Why? Because he loves us. He cares about us. He cares about the things that we're going through, the stuff that's happening in our lives. And in and, and, and this life we're living, you know, thank God. Everyone who can truly say, you know, the first five words of, of, the, of verse one, the Lord is my shepherd. When you can say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Then you can say these last words that are there in verse 6. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
Think about that. If I can say, the Lord is my shepherd, I can say, I can dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And so let me just sum this up, okay? Let me just kind of bring this kind of, this, this particular psalm to a close because we've, we've, we've gone through quite a bit here. To sum up what I'm saying is, is that, that here, here is the way the Lord works. He, he is always there. He's my shepherd. He, he's beneath me. That's the green pastures. He's beside me. That's the quiet waters. He's with me. That's my shepherd. He's before me. He presents a table. He's around me. Those are my enemies. After me, goodness and, and mercy. And beyond me, the house of the Lord. Think about all those things. Is it any wonder that when you read the Apostle Paul when he writes in Ephesians 3, he says this, he says, and I pray that you and all God's holy people will have the power to understand the greatness of Christ's love. How wide, how long, how high, and how deep the love that that love is. Christ's love is greater than anyone can ever know. But I pray, he said, I pray that you will be able to know that love. Then you can be filled with the fullness of God. That's, that's a beautiful imagery right there. Paul said, do you know the love of God? How, how wide the love of God is? How high the love of God is? How great the love of God is? How long, the, how deep it is? Do you, do you know this? When, when, when you look at him as the shepherd, you know, he is, he is beneath me, he is beside me, he is with me, he is before me, he is around me, he is upon me, he is after me, he is beyond me. That's what the psalmist was saying. Same thing. This is the love of God. This is the shepherd. This is how much the shepherd loves me. This is how much the shepherd works in my life. And because of that reason, when I have the shepherd, the shepherd has me. Praise God, goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. There's not a day that goes by that I don't see the goodness of God. There's not a day that goes by that I don't recognize the mercy of God. How many times has God's hand of protection been upon me? How many times has he watched over me? How many times has his love been shed toward my life so much so that had it not been for the Lord, I don't even know where I'd be. Had it not been for God showing me his love, had it not been for him being merciful to me, where would we be? But aren't you glad? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, and yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You're, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and my, you anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over, and surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's the end result. God, my shepherd, leading me through everything in my life, supplying all I need 
and making heaven my home. Now that, my friend, that is a God I want to serve. That is a Savior I want to put my trust in. How about you? Father, thank you again for this time together in your word. Thank you, Lord, for watching over us. Thank you, God, for helping us. Thank you, God, for your hand of deliverance that's always on us. Be with your people today, God. Let us always remember the good shepherd. And Lord, let us, let us walk with you. Lead us in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. God, you will fight off the enemies on our behalf. The battle does not belong to us. The battle belongs to you. Lord, you fight for us. You contend, God, for us. Lord, you'll stand for us. And God, will stand with each other, knowing, Lord God, that goodness and mercy will follow us. And soon and very soon, we will be able to spend eternity with you. We love you and praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, thank you so much for joining with us for uh, this uh, time of Shelter Daily and His Word. I pray God blessing upon you. And may this word just come alive in your heart every day as you follow the Good Shepherd. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great day.